Hi there. Welcome to Fresh Air 5, episode 158. In this episode, you're going to hear me talk about a trip to Victoria, British Columbia, the Ministry of Education, talk about artificial intelligence, talk about a whole lot of learning that I did, and wrapping up with my heading to shared learning professional development here in Abbotsford, BC. So without further ado, here we go. I'm Alfonso Mendoza, host of the My Ed Tech Life podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Fresh Air at 5, the podcast. I'm your host, Brian Carpenter, coming to you every week from Abbotsford, which is about 45 minutes east of Vancouver, British Columbia, on the west coast of Canada. Fresh Air at 5 is my regular attempt to get some fresh air by walking about my neighborhood, which is located on the traditional and unceded territory of the Stolo people, the Simath First Nation and Mathqui First Nation. I consume podcast content while I walk, then reflect on this content in an unedited video which I post on my ex, formerly known as Twitter, channel every day. This podcast is the collection of the audio taken from those daily selfie videos over the course of a week, Monday to Friday. So let's jump into my listening and learning this past week. Hey, PLN, it's Sunday, February 11, 2024. I'm on my way to Victoria, British Columbia, for a meeting at the Ministry of Education tomorrow talking about artificial intelligence and digital learning in our province. And uh, as I'm traveling on the road right now in my vehicle to get to Victoria, I listened to a podcast that I'm going to tell you about in the next segment. But yesterday morning... On Saturday morning, I uh, turned on Teachers on Fire on YouTube, and there was a live stream uh, between Tim Cavey and Phil Stringer, as Phil is from West Vancouver uh, area and is a teacher, a math teacher, assessment guy, and uh, a thinker. He's also a fellow Wordle uh, companion in our private DM chat on Wordle, and it was so good to hear Phil and Tim talk about mathematics and how we don't see the mathematics that's all around us all the time. Phil talked about assessment. He talked about how we go about assessing and not marking everything as far as our homework goes and what does homework mean. Do we do drill and kill or do we do spiraling of content so that we can all do like the first part of unit one and then the first part of unit two and three all the way up to unit eight and then come back around to the second part of unit one and tie things together to be a more cohesive and comprehensible idea of mathematics as opposed to the unit on fractions that I didn't get but then I get to geometry and I need fractions but I I struggled with fractions and how can the practice and uh, the the 
you know, connecting the dots improves student learning. I like, Phil, how you talked about, about spacing out the content in that manner, the spiraling. All right. Thanks, Tim. Thank you, Phil. This is going to be coming out on Teachers on Fire podcast. You can find it right now on Teachers on Fire YouTube channel, but I'm guessing it'll be 258 episodes in for Teachers on Fire podcast. Okay, bye. One more thing for February 11, 2024. As I said in the last segment, as I was driving to the ferry this morning to head to Victoria for a Ministry of Education meeting that I'm a part of tomorrow, I listened to a suggested to me podcast. So this is a new to me podcast uh, called What Now with Trevor Noah. And it was suggested to me by Heather Beckett, a colleague in my district. And she suggested that I, you know, she told me about an episode of What Now that she listened to with Trevor Noah as he interviewed Sam Altman. And, you know, I didn't know Sam Altman's name actually until I heard her say it. And I should have known because I use a tool that Sam Altman has been personally um, invested in and uh, very engaged in over the past five years. And uh, that is OpenAI's ChatGPT. And he is the CEO of ChatGPT, of not ChatGPT, but OpenAI and the work that they are doing. Uh, this interview with Trevor Noah uh, delves into the fact that Sam Altman was fired one weekend and then soon thereafter was hired back as the CEO of OpenAI. What a crazy story. It's, uh, was crazy to hear. I can't imagine the uh, challenge that that would be as you went back to work after you were fired, but the change of board probably makes a big difference. And his passion for the mission of what's going on at OpenAI makes a huge difference for that. Sam and Trevor talk about the humanity of artificial intelligence and needing to keep the human element present in that. Talks about... um artificial general intelligence and how do we know when we will arrive at that talks about how the large language model learns and it was curious to hear the background that I had no idea about what's going on with open AI and the gradual deployment of these tools over time all right you should listen to this because it'll uh, I think inform you inform me and uh, that was episode five of season one of what now with Trevor Noah take a listen all right talk to you soon okay bye Another one more thing for February 11, 2024. Just uh, got off the ferry a few minutes ago and decided to head over to see where Royal Bay Secondary School is. And it's behind me here in the neighborhood of Royal Bay. And this is a relatively new school. The point of me being here is that this is the site of our fall conference for 2024 for MyPeta. So big out shout out to MyPeta. And uh, you should come to the conference if you're in the neighborhood. It's on the island this year, and uh, it's going to be fantastic. All right, as I was driving, I listened to episode 90 of Science 360 as Tim Stevenson, Astro Stevenson, talks with his wife about teaching. They talk about teaching and talk about, you know, how Tim does what he does at school, his passion, his enthusiasm, how he brings authenticity to his students so that they can leave feeling curious about the world around them. Thanks, Tim, so much for sharing that. You know, I do something similar. I get passionate about something I talk about. Yeah, the podcasts that I listen to, the things I've heard, and uh, the YouTube videos that I've watched, you know, to inspire me to share about media design and creativity. 
Um, yeah, it's about paying attention to uh, your surroundings, being involved in watching the news and being aware of what is going on. A big focus for me right now with my students, my in-building students, is talking about artificial intelligence and how it is going to and is impacting our lives already. Um, we've got a kind of a district kind of policy thing about it. Um, oh, there's some geese flying over. Honking geese. All right, um, yeah, about uh, whether or not we are using it directly in our classrooms with our students, chat GPT. And we are not at this point, but I think it's going to change somehow. Can't tell you exactly how, but it's about staying focused and uh, being aware of what's going on and sharing yourself, sharing who you are as a teacher and what you're learning about to inspire them to keep on learning. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Cheryl. Great to hear you both of your conversation. And uh, there's another episode coming where Cheryl and Tim talk on Science 360. It'll be coming up a bit later. Thanks. Bye. The last thing for February 11, 2024. This evening I walked along Wharf Street here in Victoria, British Columbia. Went for dinner with a couple of colleagues and uh, had some good laughs tonight and good connection. It was awesome. Um, as I'm walking back to my hotel now, I listened to Teach Happier with Suzanne Daly. This was season four, episode I think 22. Um, but I'll get that correct in the show notes. And uh, she talked about micro moments of love and talking about how, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up and the grand gestures are, you know, only good for just a moment. But uh, what can we do to foster and, and strengthen our relationships with others? She talked about how loneliness can cause uh, a lot of problems for people and the way to overcome this loneliness is to strengthen the relationships that you do have so you don't feel lonely. Uh, she talked about the five for five rule by a doctor uh, who suggested that uh, you'll have to listen to the podcast, her podcast to get the details exactly. But uh, the five for five is reach out to five people for five days with one of the three things each day. That being something that of gratitude, a note of gratitude, a note of offering support, or a note of asking for some help from these people. And uh, that will, if you do that for, for five people, for five days, and one of those three things, that will deepen your relationships with those people and cause less loneliness for you. So take a listen to this from Suzanne. Thank you, Suzanne, appreciate it. Caught this on Sunday when you dropped it before Monday, like intended. Finally, finally I did it. All right, that's all I got for today, everybody. Hope you've enjoyed listening to the podcast uh, recordings today. And those of you that are catching at the end of the week, uh, have a good week before now, before you're listening to this on the podcast. All right, talk to you. Bye. Hey, PLN, it's Monday, February 12, 2024. I'm over in Victoria, British Columbia on my way to a meeting at the Ministry of Education today to talk about artificial intelligence and digital learning in our province. Uh, I don't exactly 100% know how it's going to go, what's, where it's going to go, but I'm thankful that I'm part of a team that's been put together by the BCTF to represent teachers in this matter. All right, this morning I listened to episode eight of The Generative Age with Alana Winnick. As she talks at NiceGate, a conference that happened recently, 
with the E-Twins. That is Mario and Alfredo uh, Herreras. And uh, they keynoted and talked, and they're uh, identical twins. They talk about their experiences, identical twins, in this world of, of presentations, etc., and all that stuff. They talked about generative AI. They talked about ethics and uses of artificial intelligence for teachers and for students. And it comes down to ethics. A lot of ethics is important in how we approach it. What did you use it for? Are you giving credit for the ideas where they came from? Were they your own ideas to start with or did somebody else do that for you? You know, it gets around to the process of getting to a product more than the product is going to be sometimes. Though in our education system, we are judging the product a lot and we need to look at the process with students and how they arrived where they did. All right, there's a lot here, so much here. And I feel that this is going to be the direction of my day a lot as we talk about uh, best uses of this new technology that's right around us. Thank you, Alana, for having uh, Mario and Alfredo Herrera's, the E-Twins. So they are one account on Instagram and do a whole bunch of stuff is because they're identical twins. They function as one, but they're not. All right. Have a fabulous day. I will. And we'll catch you on the other side of my meeting, maybe. Okay, bye. Hey, PLN, it is Wednesday, February 14th, 2024. Happy Valentine's Day to you, however that meets you right now. And I... Wish you well in your relationships, not just today, but all the time. And I hope that you find joy and happiness in your relationships. This morning, I listened to episode 89 of Evolving with Gratitude with Lainey Rowell. And Lainey uh, brings us an interview she had with Dr. Robert Waldinger, who is the author of The Good Life. Uh, there's another co-author on that book. Uh, but Dr. Waldinger is the director of the longest standing study of happiness in the world at Harvard. It started in 1938. He's the fourth director. And they look at people's happiness in their life. And what does that mean in different ways? You know, how do we pay attention to relationships? How do we get through life and find purpose and meaning and how does social fitness, the act of practicing social relationships on a regular basis, affect our physical fitness, our health, and our life as our, in our physiology? Uh, Lainey uh, has a fantastic conversation with Dr. Robert Waldinger. And uh, he gives her, I'm just noticing as I was listening, Lainey, I noticed the same thing, that he gave you his full attention in this interview that you had. He sounded like he was sitting right beside you on the couch and he was right there with everything that you were doing. He talks about screens in our world today and how screens are there. They're all around us. There's a screen right in front of me right now, but because I'm walking and there's no other people around, I can focus on talking through my screen to you and uh, giving you my full attention right now. Uh, there's screen stuff. 
There's, it's, there's a lot in this interview. You should take a look, listen to it, because it's fantastic, and it'll bring you some joy and some insight. All right, thanks, Lainey. Thanks, Dr. Robert. Okay, bye. One more thing for February 14, 2024. All right, I'm going to give you a little bit of a follow-up from my trip to Victoria, British Columbia, to the Ministry of Education this past Monday as I was there. If you're listening to the podcast, that was like just a couple segments ago that I was talking about being there. I haven't talked about my meeting yet and what we discussed, but we talked about artificial intelligence in our education system and looking at a, you know, 10,000 foot view of the landscape of digital literacy and citizenship and using digital tools in our classroom spaces and the effect it, it could have on our students and families and our society. We talked about these things. It was really good to meet with other educators uh, that are wrestling with some of these similar topics because, you know, we're all new to this. And I, I went into the meeting feeling a bit on the nervous side because I'm like, well, what do I have to offer? But by the time we got to the end of it, I had much to offer because I've been paying attention and learning myself. So my encouragement to you about artificial intelligence is to get into a learning mode about it. Uh, you might not necessarily use it in your classroom. You might be resistant because of the cheat factor that it's going to do. And, but if you're listening to my podcast, I don't think you're probably in that space. Um, you should talk to your colleagues about, you know, this is a tool that can increase teacher productivity. You know, how do we use it with our students? So that's another question. And that's part of the wrestle that we're on right now. Homework that I have to do this week is to bring a reflection back from some teaching that I do in my classroom about artificial intelligence. And I'm going to approach that tomorrow with my uh, secondary students. I'm going to talk to them about uh, AI bias, about bias on from artificial intelligence and data sets. And where does the information come from? We're going to look at that, have the students reflect on that. I'm going to reflect on that to create a learning story that I will provide to the Ministry of Education at the end. So that's a little bit about what's going on with me and the Ministry of Education and AI. So there you go. Thanks. I got one more to listen to. The last thing for February 14th, 2024, I listened to the Easy Ed Tech podcast as Dr. Monica Burns brings us nine tips for classroom management in our blended learning and digital classrooms. So this morning I listened to this and Monica, fantastic how you talk about all these practical things that we can do to uh, enhance our student engagement in our digital space. Just ran into Sophie and Bruce here. So hey, good morning, Sophie. Good morning, how are you? How are you? Yeah, hey buddy. All right, let's keep walking, let's keep walking. Um, yeah, so these are some tips and ideas. I'm actually gonna share this with Bruce because Bruce teaches uh, adult learners and some of these uh, ideas about managing and classroom management might be helpful to him. So I'm gonna share this episode, Monica, with uh, Bruce, his name's Bruce Messman. All right, take a listen for yourself. I'm glad to see my friends this morning as I'm walking and that's all I got. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Hope it goes well, however it goes for you. And don't be lonely. Reach out, talk to some friends today. Okay, bye. Hey, 
PLN. It's uh, Friday, September 16, 2023. Coming to you for with fresh air at five. And uh, I'm out here at uh, Abbotsford Secondary School getting ready for Pro D today. It is our learning conference here in the district and I am going to do some learning. So today as we're out learning, we got a keynote, we got sessions, gonna connect with Victoria Walder today. So I'm excited about that. And uh, this morning, as I was on my way here, I skipped my morning walk, but I'm bringing you a listen that I did this morning to the Easy Ed Tech podcast bonus episode is uh, Monica Burns talks with Snow White of Intel, who is an educator and now an educational consultant and doing work with Intel about the skills for the fourth industrial revolution, skills for innovation program that they are running over there talking about how we as educators can prepare for being able to effectively teach our students about the internet of things, about um, you know computer science and coding and integration of artificial intelligence and how it's not going away in our world today. Are we readying our students for this fourth industrial revolution? First one was steam, second one was the uh, um, uh, electricity. Uh, the third one has to do with uh, computers and compute computations. And now we've got a whole lot more. So thank you, Snow White. Thank you, Monica, for the thoughts. And people, go check out Monica Burns. Sure, podcast is turning five next month. Five years old. That's fantastic. Congratulations, Monica, to you. And uh, yes, have yourself a fabulous day. I sure will. And with that, Carpenter out. I appreciate you giving me a listen as I've created this podcast experience for you. It's like a unique Blinkist or Coles Notes version of the content I take in, like a highlight reel, so that you can hopefully find some other interesting podcasts you may not have considered before. I've recorded the specific episode podcast titles and episode numbers in the show notes, which are only a click or swipe away for your learning convenience. I've also started to put together a Spotify playlist of each of the episodes so that you can also take a listen to those specifically, and the link to that playlist is in the show notes. Please subscribe so you don't miss any of my upcoming episodes. And if you enjoy this podcast and its format, share it with someone else. You can also follow me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Brian Carr, B-R-Y-O-N-C-A-R, or at fresh air at five tweet about your experience or give it a review on apple podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts fresh air at five can be found on the educational podcast network podcasts for educators podcasts by educators i hope you have a fantastic day get some fresh air before the day is out and take care of yourself because you are worth it